Thank you for joining me for Moments in the Word. I'm Rick Garland, and uh, if you're like me at all, uh, I struggle with faith. I struggle... I struggle with believing what I know. (laughs) Have you ever thought about that? Like, I know the promises of God. I know that God has kept his promises. I know that he's a faithful God. I know that he does what he says. And yet I have doubt because the hardest thing for me is to believe what I already know. Um, That's the best way I can put that. It's hard to explain what I mean by that, but I, I know a lot about what God has done. And I know in theory, he's faithful and he keeps his word and and, 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 and everything he's promised comes to pass. But when I get in those moments, tragedy strikes or doubts get in my mind, it's easy for me to doubt the things that I know. Uh, doubting's not bad. I think it gets a bad rap, (laughs) but it's not bad. The most famous doubter is Thomas, right? Doubting Thomas. Except I see in his hands the print of the nails and, 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 and put my hand into his side. I'll not believe. And then Jesus came to him and got in his face and pointed his finger at his face and said, what is your print? No, he didn't do that, did he? (laughs) No, no, no. Jesus came to him rather tenderly. He said, Thomas, reach into your hands and put them into my hand and put your hand into my side. Don't be faithless, but believe. I sense a tenderness in that text. I sense a warmth, a love towards doubting Thomas from Christ. In Matthew 28, as they're going to the mount when Jesus ascends to heaven, just before the famous verses where he gives the great commission, we see, I think it's the verse right before it, it says, many believed, but some doubted. And the next words out of Christ's mouth were not a rebuke. Here these people are with the resurrected Christ, walking and talking among them for 40 days after his resurrection. And they still have doubts. And he doesn't rebuke them. He tells them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Get busy. So Jesus doesn't condemn doubts. I think of the centurion who came to Jesus and said, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. What a prayer to pray. He took his doubt to the right place. He says, I know. Help me now to believe the things that I know. One of my favorite passages when I have these doubts is 
Joshua chapter 21. Joshua is a book of triumph and tragedy. We see the defeat of Ai. We see the the bad uh, covenant they made with, I think it was the Gibeonites. We see the triumph of Jericho. We see it's a book of lists and genealogies and tribes and city allotment. But towards the end, Joshua 21, 43 through 45, really help me out when I'm having doubts. It says, And the Lord gave unto Israel all the land which he sware to give unto their fathers, and they possessed it and dwelt therein. He fulfilled the promise to the fathers who were long dead, who didn't see the fulfillment. Oh, but they died believing he would, and he did. And the Lord gave them rest round about, according to all that he sware unto their fathers. And there stood not a man of all their enemies before them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. He delivered all their enemies into their hand. Think about that. They had a lot of enemies. It wasn't their own might or their own strength. The Lord promised to deliver their enemies for them, and he did. So he kept his promise to the fathers in giving them the land, all the land that he promised them, it says. And then he delivered their enemies into their hands. Verse 45, there failed not aught of any good thing which the Lord had spoken unto the house of Israel. All came to pass. And that last phrase is a comfort to me in my moments of doubt. All came to pass. Everything that God had promised came to pass. Everything that God had promised, they received. He can be trusted. Their fathers died in the wilderness. They wandered until they all died because they were faithless in believing that God would do what he promised. And then as they died off, their children go in the promised land and they received the promises that the fathers themselves refused to receive. They doubted God, and as they died off, I think to myself, it all came to pass. I'm so worried that I'm going to allow my faith to be so small. I'm going to allow my faith to get my, my, sorry, my doubt to be, my faith to be so small, I'm going to allow my doubt to get in the way, and that I'm going to pass off the scene, never seeing God do what he promises only to have my son see it happen. What a terrible testimony, right? To not believe God and to die and let somebody else see the glory. And I want, I want my son to see the glory of God. I want my son to see great things from God. Don't get me wrong. I want my son and my daughter both to know the Lord and experience the power of the spirit but how sad if they see those things look back at me 
Say, Dad missed it. He didn't believe. He was faithless. Don't be like those in the wilderness who doubted and didn't see the goodness of God. We need to go on by faith. We need to go on by faith and grab a hold of the promises of God. Grab a hold with both hands and hold on tight. It's okay to have doubt. But if we nurse that doubt and we allow it to fester and to grow like they did in the wilderness, then we die never seeing the goodness of God in our lives. We leave it for others to see. Rather, we should be like the Roman soldier that came to Jesus and said, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. He took his unbelief, he took his doubt to the right place. A lot of times, it's not because I don't know what God has promised or what God can do or has done. It's not that. I know. My struggle is believing what I already know. I can, I can foster that unbelief and let it grow inside of me until I turn, like the, like the men in the wilderness, I turn away and say, nope, we don't believe God. They died in the wilderness. Their carcasses rotted in that wilderness. They died saying, God can't do what he promised. And their children marched in and it says, all came to pass. Oh, if they had just believed that. If they had just believed that. It's okay to doubt. But where do you go with your doubt? Take it to Jesus and say, help my unbelief. Take it to Jesus and say, Lord, help me to believe the things that I already know. Help me believe the things that I already know. And make a few notes. Write down some verses that you can go to when those doubts creep in. One of those verses for me is that last phrase of Joshua 21. All came to pass. Everything that God promised, he gave them the land he defeated their enemies. No one stood before them. Oh, they tried to defeat the enemy in their own strength, right? At Ai, we saw that. And they failed miserably. But when they trusted God, he defeated all their enemies. No one stood before them. And it says everything he promised them happened. All came to pass. Next time you and I doubt the promises of God, just remember all came to pass. God is faithful. And down through history, the Bible is a history book of times where God kept his word, where God provided for his people, where God worked wonders for his people. All came to pass. Let's find rest in that. 
The struggle of life is to believe the things we already know. Lord, help my unbelief. Heavenly Father, I pray you'll help me. Help me to be confident in you. Help me to believe the things I already know to be true. Help me to look to you as a child looks to his father. Oh, I remember that. As a child, my mom and my dad, I believed everything they told me. I trusted. I didn't worry about the bills. I didn't worry about getting around, if the car was going to start, if there was gas in the car. I just got in and strapped in. I, I had complete trust and reliance upon my parents. Help me to have that same childlike trust in you. Help me not to worry, but to trust. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Lord, help us. Help us to believe the things that we already know. And thank you for that great phrase, all came to pass. In Jesus' name, amen.